One more round of BBQ&A. It's the uh, podcast putting Florida-style barbecue on the map and talking all things North Florida and all things Jacksonville and environs. Our pit master, Gary Park, is here. And we don't have to talk about barbecue all the right, time. Right. One of the things we like to talk about are uh, community institutions. And maybe one day, G's Barbecue is going to be as much of an institution as our Florida theater is. I'm not and that's, sure about that. That's but. what we, well, you know what? <laughs> Every journey begins with a single step. Maybe Clay County. <laughs> <laughs> one step at a time. Right. But that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about one of the greatest things that makes Jacksonville such an awesome place to live, and that is the beautiful Florida theater. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, my wife and I, Dana, we love the Florida theater. That's our, actually our favorite venue um, around this area. And um, we love going there. We love supporting them. We're actually members so, you know, they got events that come up through the year, and uh, the one definitely coming up that we like to do, obviously it's right up our alley, is the Blues, Blues Bourbon and Barbecue. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that, getting, a, getting some good media coverage on it, which I appreciate, so it helps us all around, too. So, well, Rather than speculate on our own, we've actually brought our very first ever G's BBQ&A yes. professional, yes. certified, yeah. knowledgeable guest, rather than just the stuff that flows out of our app every day. <laughs> Yes, we did. Actually, it's an honor to have him here. Actually, he's the president of the Florida Theater. So, uh, it's Numa. Is it Sasselin? Sasselin. Sasselin. Very, very close. close. Yes, sir. Close it's an honor most. to have you here, Numa. You know, obviously, um, we show up and we see you. And when you go up there, you know, during the events, he obviously introduces whoever's there at that at the time. So, uh, but yeah, that's and I see him occasionally too when we go go to the uh, second floor to the lounge. You know, <laughs> you go. They to gotta, I thought you said you didn't go up there. We just lounge around. That's all we do. And we just lounge around. But it's obviously, I tell you, you need to go and check it out, Steve, because they've redone the, the second floor in the lounge. It's beautiful, man. We, we really like getting in there. So it's very nice. So, But, yeah, without further ado, you know, Numa, um, obviously he's here to talk about the Florida Theater. There's a lot actually going on yeah. in the Florida Theater. I know it's got some re- – it's closed right now for the renovations. So we, we are indeed. We're closed for four months this summer. Wow. We're doing $8 million of work. Uh, we're replacing the entire heating, ventilation, air conditioning plant. Wow. Moving the building's electrical vault from the first floor to the third floor. Wow. Painting the entire interior. And, uh, and we anticipate that this will be the most popular project. We're gutting and making all the bathrooms beautiful. Wow. And stirring the ghost up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and stirring the ghost up. Um, there's a ghost who we call Jay. Oh, uh, we have a, there a psychic uh, a number of years ago said that the, the ghost told her that his name was Jay for joy. Oh, Lord. Um, but one of the painters claims to have seen Jay a few weeks ago. Is yeah. he still painting? There were, he, <laughs> he looked pretty rattled, I'm told. Uh, right. But he says he, uh, a guy in, in a blue coverall wow. uh, was standing next to him and then just disappeared wow uh steve talking about that your friend what was his name christian steve, steve christian steve christian and pamela been, teresa yeah, it's, yeah. it's been 10 years since and they just left the they left the video camera rolling they were on the stage right left the camera rolling oh and they actually did capture uh him the the spirit manifesting itself formally forming into an obvious shape of oh. a human and having a seat in a chair and there are so many places that have gone and tried to debunk that and say that they faked it Oh, no one's been able to do that. Wow. And now having another sighting so recently. So here's a fun fact. Because of that, when we replaced the theater seats three years ago, 
we got all new seats except for seat E1 and E2 in the balcony. Ooh, which I saw. Is where the ghost was seen. Yeah. And, uh, or where Steve and Pamela captured an apparition, I think is the correct term. Cor- yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I actually, yeah, I saw the seats because we did the, the tour recently. We took those two seats and had them restored. So those two seats are still the wow. original seats. That's awesome. We didn't That's... want Jay to be <laughs> upset with us. No, he's, you know what? He seems to love the place. And, what, and honestly, what's not yep. to love? Oh, man. When I moved to Jacksonville 30 years ago, the Florida Theater was my first experience for a concert in town. And we got to go see uh, Country Music Hall of Famer Ray Price Right. when he was there. Wow. And we were talking right before we started the podcast today. I get the same feeling that comes over me today when I walk into the Florida Theater did, that I did right. 30 years ago. Yep. It's such an impressive and remarkable place that you think to yourself, I wish all my friends could see this. Right. Well, I'll, I'll go back, actually, for I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'll go back a little bit farther. So I graduated from Baldwin in 1986. So guess where our graduation was? Yeah. It was the Florida Theater. Very so, nice. Yeah, in 1986. I'm even more amazed that he graduated. <laughs> don't, we don't let that out too often. I know. <laughs> so for those, of, for those people in the audience who are not familiar, the Florida Theater is a historic theater. Right. It's downtown Jacksonville, built in 1927. Wow. When the Florida Theater opened its doors in April of 1927, there were already five other theaters on a four-block stretch of Forsyth Street. Wow. And that's, Florida Theater was number six, and it's the only one that survived. It's left. And it's the nicest one. We're lucky that the people in the late 70s who decided to... Yeah. They were they had pretty much had the wrecking ball parked out in the street ready yeah. to go. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's how close it was for us not having that. Mm. They, they had a lot of vision because in the late 1970s, early 80s, to say, let's take the old movie, Palace. Right. Currently showing kung fu movies. <laughs> Which I <laughs> loved. True. <laughs> yeah. And let's turn it into a performing arts venue, and that's going to bring people downtown and drive economic development. That took a lot of vision. Yeah. And, yeah. Courage. And, and here yeah. we are. Here we are 40 years later. Awesome. And it actually happened. I was, uh, we were, again, talking off air before my favorite shows that, uh, I, and I'm a country guy, but one of, the, one of the best, most consistent artists that I've ever seen there is Dwight Yoakam. And he, we doesn't, saw him. he doesn't just play any old place. He's very particular about where he plays. Yeah. Because he wants, you know, it's the ambiance, it's the atmosphere around it, and it's the acoustics, and it's the presentation, and he's right there. Yep. Right in front of you. He was just here not long ago. We actually was there. We got the tip, went and saw him. And so, great show. I can go down a list of the different acts that I've seen there. One of my favorites was Brian Setzer. He brought the entire orchestra with him. (laughs) It's a a great place to see a show. It's only 2,000 seats, which sounds like a lot, but compared to the arena yeah uh, that's pretty intimate and if you're in the back of the balcony you can still clearly see the stage and the performers by the way can clearly see the people in the last row yeah and that makes for a sense of intimacy that adds a lot to an evening so i mean there are a lot of upgrades that i that obviously uh and renovations that the average uh patron is not going to see like moving the electric moving the sure. electric closet up off the first floor but the painting and the bathrooms and everything like that that just that just <clears throat> brings this beautiful place to life even more yeah. yeah you know for when the uninitiated get to walk in they right. get to finally see a show there yeah. and get to be blown away just like i was 30 something years ago right you know t- talking about the painting when we went and did the tour 
I know y'all got the painters coming. I don't know if you've actually been close to see what has to be painted. The detail. I didn't know if Da Vinci's coming. I don't know who's coming in to paint. <laughs> but let me tell you, it's very intricate and detailed. Yeah. There's a crew right now. There's a crew of about 15 in the theater. The theater is scaffolded wall to wall, front to back, floor to ceiling. Uh, uh, you know, the ceiling's a good 60 feet above, oh. above the floor. So you got to climb the scaffold all the way to the top oh. to paint the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, there are big expanses of wall where there's one color, right. and those get sprayed now. Okay. Uh, but there's an enormous amount of decorative detail in that yes. building that gets painted by hand. Wow. So there yeah. are people on the top deck painting the ceiling by hand just like Michelangelo did. Wow. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. The essential art form hasn't changed much in hundreds of years. Right. But the the whole the, the attention to detail is one of the things that is just so do I want to say charming? Because there is an amount of charm to it. Because let's face it, when you walk into the mm-hmm. you know, to the Googleplex out by the shopping mall, <laughs> you know, you get what yeah. you get. Right. But when you come here you you just have this impressive impressive sense of attention to detail right. and to performance and to the art itself that's presented on the stage it's reflected in everything right. that surrounds you it yeah. looks like a place that you want to see a show yeah and i'm going to draw a restaurant analogy here this room here that we're recording in looks like a place you want to have a good barbecue <laughs> Right? I mean, it adds yeah. a little something. Yes, sir. Now, yeah. you could cook good barbecue anywhere if you know how to do it. Right. And you've got the equipment. Yes, sir. Um, but being in a restaurant like this adds a little something to it. It does. And giving your performance at the Florida Theater gives a little something to it. Yeah, you know, to me, obviously, here at the restaurant, it's the ambiance, the atmosphere that plays into everything. And if you got, in this case, you got good food and good, there you go. <laughs> it's their success. It's been a few years, but uh, you guys had uh, an eighty, a nineteen eighties party. Yes, a throwback party, and I got to for I don't know how I lucked into it, but that somebody said you want to come and DJ the dance party. Oh, <laughs> I was there. I vaguely well, I still remember the eighties. I'd like to play some of the music. Was you were, were you in ninety five or w, no? We or were at Gator Country. Gator Country, yeah. And and I found myself pretty much front and center on the stage. Wow, at the Florida Theater. And, wow. and there's an egotist in me that got to hear my voice over the PA and the acoustics in that building. And I thought, Lord, take me now. <laughs> I'm in heaven. I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's such a great place. And it, it's so important to our community. And I'm so glad that yeah. there was through, through yeah. a lot of hard fundraising yeah. and a lot of private donations right. that it's able to undergo the kind of renovation that's going to take us. Yeah. 20 years if, into the if future. If I'm not mistaken, because it is nonprofit, We are. You, and that's one reason we're doing these, these events, yep. correct? The building is owned by the city of Jacksonville, but it is permanently managed by the Florida Theater Performing Arts Center Incorporated, okay. which is the nonprofit that I work for. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So it's a great public-private partnership, and the nonprofit corporation is able to do things that the city couldn't do, right, right. like fundraise. Right. Uh, and we raise about a million five a year okay. just to operate the building and do some of the special educational and cultural performances that we do that make the place special. Uh, and all of the fundraising has been uh, through, uh, well, not all the fundraising, but half the fundraising has been through private donations. Okay. So all the capital improvements have been matched by the city of Jacksonville. They put up half and we fundraise half. Nice. And 
uh, it's a pretty good deal for the donors because every time someone gives a dollar, that becomes two dollars. Yeah. Uh, okay. By the end of this year, we will have raised and spent fifteen million dollars on improving the building over the wow. last four years. Wow! And what a, you know what? It's an investment. Yes, it's, it's an investment. Such a in the great future. investment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, our our restoration chairperson is a guy named Ed White. Uh, he's the the white behind Alden White Constructors. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And Ed keeps saying to us, hundred year solutions, no band aids, permanent solutions. Wow. We awesome. want this building to stand for the next hundred years, yeah. and that's kind of been our our guiding light as we go through things. Like if it's nice. not going to work for the next hundred years, we 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 right. scrap it and we th- rethink this because yep. we don't want to have to come back in five years and redo everything. Yes, sir. Just We're put making a the building. So we turn a hundred in nine, in twenty twenty seven. Oh my gosh, is that going to be a shindig? Four years <laughs> away. Shut the street down now. I'm sure they got something big planned. <laughs> so uh, four years from now, we turn a hundred, and uh, all this work is with the idea that we're getting the building ready for its next hundred years. Nice. So um, let's talk about some of the fundraising, which brings barbecue into yes, the picture and how it relates to the Florida theater. Uh, yeah, we have two big fundraisers a year. One is the dance party that you DJed. That's mm-hmm. the Florida Theater Ball in May. It's a very high ticket swanky fancy event such a great event though um and the other is blues brews bourbon and barbecue which is typically in august or september of every year and it's a very reasonable fifty dollars a head ticket yep yep. and for that you get two bands playing continuous music and all the bourbon and local craft beer you can drink and all the barbecue (laughs) you can eat and we've got a couple dozen vendors uh, from the local community, including G's Barbecue, yes, sir, who uh, have volunteered to participate and sample their wares in support of the Florida Theater. Oh yeah, this year's a little special because we're closed, mm-hmm. so we can't use the theater. The barbecue is usually at the theater, but we're closed, so we can't do it there this year. And we're doing it at Bowing Oaks, which is a venue on the south side. Uh, it is a, ve- a wedding and event venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jim Estathion is the owner, and he is, like you, uh, a supporter and a member of the theater. And when it became apparent that we were going to be closed during the barbecue this year, we thought, well, I wonder if we could do it at Bowing Oaks. And right. they agreed to help us out. Uh, it's, a, it's an incredible place. It's at the intersection of... Uh, uh, Phillips Highway and um, right St. Old St. Augustine yeah. Road. Um, you stand at that intersection and think, well, there's nothing. I know, right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> nothing nice here. And you go a couple hundred yards down the side road and you're in Shangri-La. Right. It's a, an incredibly beautiful place that's a great place for an event. And, and for the barbecue, nice. it's going to be awesome. Nice. Um, We're looking forward to it. So when uh, when is it? Sip. September 7th. 7th. Thank you. That's a Thursday, (laughs) September 7th. Yes. And uh, we're almost sold out. We have less than 50 tickets left as we record this. Let me get my credit card right now. So, well, you'll definitely be with me. You you might know somebody who could get you in. I don't know. Uh, So, we have, there's two blues bands playing in continuous music. So, when one stops and the next one starts, there's never a break in the music. This year, that's Henry Jones, who I don't know, so I'm looking forward to seeing him, and the Snacks Blues Band, who have played the event for many years for us, who are terrific. And then uh, several local craft breweries, 
including Amelia Island Brewing, Ancient City, Bold City, Legacy Ale, Lemon Street, Ruby Beach, mm. Seven Bridges, Southern Swells. I don't know them, so that'll be fun. Tabula Rasa, Veterans United, and Wicked Barley Brewery. Nice. Yep. So they're That's- all serving samples. Uh, this year, we added the bourbon component to it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, bourbon's you know becoming a thing increasingly and right. it's a name that begins with b so it was easy to add <laughs> it might be what's in here that's what that's about as much thought as we put into it uh so <laughs> blue note bourbon post meridian canned cocktails and our friends at manifest distilling will be there nice very cool uh and then uh, we won't name all of the barbecue places in deference to you as our host today. Yes, but uh, we're pleased to have you this year as well as several other barbecue oh, joints. Yeah. Yes, and, sir. And Gary's going to be rolling out something kind of special that not everybody in the woods does. Right. Well, Tell the, us. The, with uh, the whole the, hog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I did the whole hog last year. I think it was a pretty good hit. So I'm obviously going to do that again. We enjoyed doing that along with our uh, uh, smoked pork belly burn-ins that we're going to do. So, which so, I think... Every every Saturday night we do bingo yep. here at G's Barbecue. Yep. Last Saturday, rooms packed, everybody's ready to play, having a good time. The music's playing, and out trots Mister Pitmaster <laughs> with a pan full of pork belly burnt ends, dressed up with a competition sauce on them. And I, he hands, "Bubba, you want some?" I'm like, "Do you want me to do my job, or do you want me to eat this? I can't do both." And, and it's again, it's it's a treat that yeah. most places don't, don't serve, do, right? So I, I'm thinking about the different, you know, look at look at your different breweries, look right. at your different distillers, right? Look at your different music, the bands that are showing up. This is going to be a big deal and a lot to take in. So you might want to just go ahead and take Friday off, tell the boss to pack a lemon. <laughs> I'm going to talk to him about that. <laughs> it's kind of between the music and the food and the beverages. It's an immersive experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And it highlights uh, our local beer bourbon barbecue scene here in northeast florida yeah and another thing which too, is it, those are all arts right like that's, yeah that's what i was gonna like get to the rest of the arts are a different exposure to things I, that that yeah. and like the florida theater does it doesn't just bring you country music or a rock band or show you move you right. get a little bit of everything yeah we actually just saw the summer jazz fest we were there for that that with dave cause yep that was awesome he we was really enjoyed that he was the last show yep that's uh, right. before we closed uh, it was cause comes at least once or twice a year, so it was nice that we could close with yeah. a friend. Uh, I think he does a Christmas one too, and he's coming back with his Christmas show in December. Yeah. So I remember when Gary told me about the show, and then he said, "Yeah, after that they shut it down." I said, "Are you sure it's something you didn't do?" <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he knows. No. Yeah. And, and then I thought, well, they got to renovate the bathrooms after you were there too. You must, you must leave a legacy. Right. <laughs> I know. So what else is there? Any other things, Numa, that you want to? Well, uh, we're, we'll be open again on October okay. 28th. Okay. Uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show oh is my our gosh. first event back. It's kind of ironic that that yeah. winds up being <laughs> the first event. We're doing $8 million of work, and the first thing we're going to do is trash it's the trash room. trash the place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've never seen a show. Rocky You've ha- never seen... It's an experience. Never you have. Book yourself. Never have. As a, as a mat- there was a, I grew up in Washington, D.C., and there was a theater... All they did Friday, Saturday night was show Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wow. And it was insane. First time I went to see it, I didn't realize that it was going to be a fully immersive experience. Wow. It was always but that packed three days yes. in a row or three nights in a row? Yes. We, um, you went to the midnight showing? 
you are a star. <laughs> we, we've made this our annual Halloween tradition. We show it every year. Uh, it's the Saturday night before or right after Halloween. So this year it's October 28th. Okay. Uh, we don't allow food. So you can't bring rice. You can't bring hot dogs. No. But we allow all the other props. <laughs> <Yeah>. Newspapers, <laughs> confetti, water guns. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, yeah. And many, many people will come in costume. Oh yeah! So I've, I've seen more a people very show very fun night. I've seen more people show up in costume than out. Wow! And it's kind of like when you see the people who aren't wearing a costume, I, they they kind of look at you and go, "Buckle up, bub, you're in." Wow! I may have to go just for the experience. At Dude, least you once. have to. Huh. You have Sounds to. Sounds kind of scary yeah. though. I no, don't know. it's you know what? It's so <laughs> insanely fun. You wish you could do it every week, which they did in D.C., but that's a city of ex excess anyway. Well, let me ask you this, Numa. Yeah. With the Rocky, with that show, if it's that much, how do you clean up? What do you cover things? What happens? We, we bring in a, we, we hire a cleaning company for that night. Oh, my. And that night is typically the night we clean the carpets for the year. Okay. Um, wow. So, <laughs> we, you know, it, we just build it into the budget that it requires an extra special cleaning. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Uh, it's like doing a New, Year, a New Year's Eve event. Yeah. You just plan that in the budget that's sure. that's exciting that I mean, wow. people are respective of the room nobody right, right. You know, nobody commits vandalism there's <laughs> right. just a lot of toilet paper to pick up there's exactly. a lot there's a there's a thin line <laughs> but oh my god beyond rocky horror uh we've got events booked almost every night in okay. november and december now nice um community nutcracker is coming back dave cause's christmas show is coming back uh, it's a full slate of comedy and country music and oh, wow. classic rock and jazz and blues and the the very diverse calendar of events that people expect from wow. us. Has Laura ever been? Oh yeah. Oh she's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's lived in Jacksonville for thirty something years. Okay. And it's it's this is the go to from in my opinion and this is before, Numa before you ever came in the door. Yeah. My opinion, you want to make an impression of of Jacksonville onto right. someone. Take them to an event at the Florida Theater. Right. Whether it, in summer movie classics, obviously you're doing the renovations this year. Summer movie classics has always been one of my yeah. favorite things. Yeah. I was telling Beth earlier, right. I said, balcony no. seat for Casablanca? There's oh. nothing like it. Wow. And you, it takes you back when that movie rolled out in, was it 42, 1942? Yeah. How it must have been to walk in there and people dressed to go to the movies. They dressed to go out back then. Right. And you think about what a big deal it was. Oh, yeah. And how great it must have been to see Bogey and, and Ingrid Bergman. And just oh, yep. everything so, right up there. We don't show that many movies anymore. Yeah. But you can when we do, you can always tell someone who's there for the first time. Yeah. Because they wander around the lobby kind of looking up and looking around. Yeah. And eventually we'll ask someone... <laughs> Which theater is the movie in? Because they don't know behind the door, it's only one it's theater. <laughs> now, now, take but take us back further when it was a theater. It was, they did show the movies. Yeah, way so back. So when you came when, to the movies in 1927, yep. it was a fully immersive experience almost. Uh, there was a cartoons. You would see a movie reel. Uh, you'd see a travelogue. And oh, that wow. was all before yeah. the main movie. And wow. also before the main movie, there was a live stage show. So there were oh dancing girls. There was an orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we still have an orchestra pit that they used yep. then. Uh, and all of that would happen before the feature film. Wow. And then you'd see the feature film. And in those days, 
think about it, that's pre-internet, that's pre-television, oh it's gosh. almost pre-radio. Not a lot of people even had radios then. Yeah. Going to the movies was what you did. Yeah. That was your media experience. Yeah, and a- Hollywood would release three or four new movies every week. Wow. Yeah. You know, that, that was we, right around the Great Depression. Right before the Great yeah, Depression. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, people talk to me all the time about how long the Florida theater can last and, you know, will people keep supporting it? And I point out, look, we survived a depression, yep, yep. several recessions, a, a world, world war. war. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the downfall and, and rise again of downtown. Yeah. And the Florida theater is still here. And it will always still be here. Awesome. I think that's one of the best, best testimonies to the durability of this city. Yeah. You know, because obviously, if there's no if there if there's no great fire in nineteen oh one I think whenever thought it was four nineteen oh four but I mean you think think about that and what came up after that and then you go through the fact that Florida Theater opened up and there were a bunch of other theaters right there within a couple blocks right and they're all gone yeah. Florida Theater still here. Yes, you know, and yeah. and it it is it is a beautiful place to go. You know those movie shorts, uh, they they still show them on Turner Classic Movies, right? And they show some of these great movies. That's the first place that I learned there were Batman shorts going back to the late forties. <laughs> oh, and I didn't realize how cool Batman was driving down the road in a 1950 convertible Mercury Monterey. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I didn't think the Cape Crusader could get any more bad A than he was, but he's driving down the road in a flathead right. V8 Merc. Right. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see how everything has grown and society has supposedly advanced, but the Florida theater can still be an entertainment destination. It is. Right. And it can be, an homage to the past, but also be here for the future. Oh, yeah. You know, we experimented a little with virtual concerts during the pandemic just because mm-hmm. we needed something to do. And and nobody cared. We didn't get that many people subscribing. Uh, but since we've reopened, uh, attendance has been extraordinary. Yeah. And I think people really value uh, the in-person experience now. Yeah. That they want to go out. They want to be entertained. Uh, they want to get a little three-hour vacation from their life, and they want to do it in the company of friends and neighbors. Right. And the the in-person live experience is unique. Uh, again, it's a little like dining out. Like, you can roast some pork in your own kitchen. Right. Or you can go out with <clears throat> some friends and come to G's Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, they're, uh, they're very different experiences, but one is very valuable. And then the in-person experience is—it yes, uh, is. I can't even find words to describe right. it. Right. It just—I know we love so it. good for our soul. We love it and our our mental well-being. Yes, sir. Well, I, I, I've got to say, I, I'll make all the promises in the world to you, Gary. But as far as putting on a big show before bingo on Saturday night, <laughs> I am not one of your dancing girls. <laughs> You're not a can-can dancer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a can't-can. <laughs> <laughs> Numa, thank you so much for coming by today. One more yes. time, the Blues, Brews, Bourbon, Bourbon, and Barbecue Festival coming up in September. Starring G's Barbecue. Yes, September 7th. I think it starts at 530 at Bowing Oaks. Flor- uh, FloridaTheater.com is our website, mm-hmm. spelled with an R-E. Okay. Theater with an R-E. That's so you know we're fancy. Uh, <laughs> FloridaTheater.com has information on the barbecue as well as all of our upcoming shows. And you can get tickets, but you better hurry because they are scooting fast. Yes. It's all about... 
putting Florida barbecue on the map. G's BBQ&A. Make sure you check it out where all of your favorite podcasts are served up. Newman, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank look you. For, look forward to seeing you at the Florida Theater very soon. We look forward to seeing you for blues, brews, mm, bourbon, bourbon, and barbecue. Bourbon. I'll get it right. I'm a professional communicator. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. We will catch you next time on our big podcast, G's BBQ&A. Take care, y'all.